Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, number 248. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Winning Cures Everything. And if you are on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, youtube.com slash Winning Cures Everything. The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. they got six awesome sports books down there. <sighs> Let's jump into today. Today we got college football week 11 recap, our playoff predictions, our top 10 and we're going to give you more later on in the week. But that's all we got for today, so let's jump into it right now. College football week 11 recap brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six awesome sports books down there. They got the Horseshoe, Gold Strike, Fitz Casino, Samstown, Hollywood, First Jackpot. You can find more information on all six of them over at tunicatravel.com. You can find more information on us over at winningcureseverything.com, all of our picks, previews, YouTube, podcast, all that wonderful stuff. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. As always, whenever we do our picks, leave your picks in the in the bottom thing. Look, I'm just going to tell you, you go undefeated in your your picks, we're going to let you on the show. Like, I'm, I'm totally cool with all that. We're going to do it. Right. <laughs> I hadn't talked to you about this, but no, we're doing that. That's okay. You pick seven games, you go undefeated, you're coming on the show with us. We're going to call you up, we're going to get you in. It'll be a good time. Let's go on and talk about it. First things first, we're doing this on Sunday morning. We sat down. We get everything ready to go. We're in the studio. Bobby Petrino gets fired. Bam. That's big for, you know, a couple of weeks left in the season. He's he's terminated immediately. Immediately, yeah. Not coaching the rest of the season. Does that surprise you at all? I mean, the firing surprises doesn't surprise me. I thought he was going to be gone at the end of the year. It's kind of weird to do it now. Unless they think was that was the relationship like just that toxic maybe? Well, but considering the fact that he's got a lot of family members that that coach for him, we kind of talked about this off yeah. air. It's like one of the reasons are they all gone too? Because if so, then who who's gonna, the hell is left? Who's going to coach the team? And if not, it's kind of like when coaches leave right before yeah, bowl games. Why not and like just maybe it's him, just grad yeah, assistants coaching? Why not just let him finish? Uh, I, I don't I don't get that unless they think we really want to be competitive against the Kentucky game. And and we we want to try to not get embarrassed and or win one big game this year. Now, what would be and they funny didn't is think if he could do that if they make Brian Van Gorder the interim coach. <laughs> and but surely he goes he's got to be and, it though, right? And he's he goes out and it. wins against yeah. Kentucky. Like, <laughs> and I, there's like an uprising. We want to keep Van Gorder. I don't know that there's an <laughs> offensive coach that you can put on there the way they've looked, and considering that fact that Bobby controlled the offense so much. Uh, uh, surely, surely Van Gorner, like not that he's great, or not that I think anything special of him, but he's got to be it. I mean, you would think um, because you don't want like I mean nobody there. You don't want Petrino's son or his brother-in-law or whoever the hell else is that. Like yeah. you don't want one of his family members coaching the team because they they might. I mean, I wouldn't think they would, but they might tank on purpose. Yeah. Like I, man, I don't know. Like it, that's a weird situation. I'm going to continue. To fade them. This does not change any of my betting habits at all. Oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, you think uh, you think Brom takes the job? I, I think they ought to be able to get him a little bit cheaper now that he's like five and five. Ooh, I don't know that. I don't know that. If he's happy and he's five and five, there's a big difference between happy and five and five. And well, his no, no, no. His so this is his dream job. Like it's his alma mater. Like he has come out. He has openly said 
that Louisville is where he wants to be the head coach. Okay, well then if they, if, he, I mean, if he said that in the past, then it was just whether or not they could actually afford to fire Petrino and Man. hire him. I like Jeff Brom a lot. I, He's making I think three point two million a year at Purdue. Is trying to take on Clemson easier than getting through the the Big Ten the West? Big Ten West. See, I think you can win the Big Ten West. I think you're not quite worried. a bit easier. Well, but I mean, you're still at Purdue, so obviously the you're standard, at a you're yeah. at a logistical disadvantage anyway. Um, it, the standard of winning at Purdue has got to be a lot lower than the standard of winning at at Louisville. Yeah, I mean, like he could go seven and five every year at Purdue, and I think they'd be happy. Oh, I think they'd be ecstatic. At Louisville, like you, win a bowl you game, win, every, win a bowl game every other year. Like yeah. at, at Louisville, you better win. Like at, at Purdue, I think you could make a bowl game every like two, like every every three years. I think Brahms a good enough coach where I don't see a year going by that he couldn't get six wins and make a bowl game. Yeah, they, they might have and trouble if, this and year. And if ever they're a bad team they, and they, they got to play five Indiana. wins, they're going to get the academic like bump to get the bowl game. Let's right? uh, let, let's let's look at what Purdue has left this year because they're five and five. I mean, I know the the loss against uh, Minnesota this past week was bad. That was we'll, we'll get that, that was real real we'll, bad. We'll get to that, but um, let's see. So Purdue has. Uh, so they just lost to Minnesota, forty-one to ten. I yep. mean, just got that was bad. That was demolished. bad. Demolished, no doubt. Um, and they've got Wisconsin and at Indiana. It is possible they could lose both of those games. Uh, yeah, it's possible, but I mean, it's they, possible they can win both those games. Yeah, I mean, they absolutely I mean, could. So, I mean, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but it, another part of this could be like if if Louisville had already called Brom yesterday before the game. Ooh. Did that kind of throw him off of his game a little bit? Yeah. I, so that's, that's a little dirty pool. And, yeah, that could just be Tom Herman at the end of the year, what he did yeah. when he was at Houston. It was just like, all right, I got this gig. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I'm out. Like, I, it doesn't matter if I win any of these. It's – who cares? That's disappointing if that's what happened. I'm not going to be happy with that. No, I, I'm with you, but I, it is entirely possible that it happens. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's talk about this. The one that we were going to start with, Bedlam. Oklahoma 48, Oklahoma State 47. Uh, I put this solely on the kicker missing the extra point. And he missed a field goal. And missed a field goal, yeah. But if he hits that first extra hits, point, yeah. then all they have to do is kick an extra point to win. And, well, not necessarily win. There was still like a minute something left in the game. But Correct. Regardless, uh, Ohio, Ohio, Oklahoma 702 total yards. Oklahoma State 640 total yards. That is 1,342 yards of total offense. Big 12 football. No defense whatsoever. Uh, you know who my favorite player from this game was? Okay, who? Just no, no, no. I just want you to guess. I, well, I, I don't. I, I really have no idea. Chuba Hubbard. Okay, that is one of the all-time greatest because, names because of the name. Yes. Okay. Well, that and, and I was he, like, well, and the he was way, tough. The way you said it, it's obviously not going to be like Murray. Like or, I didn't, I didn't see know. what happened with like Justice Hill as why he was not in the ball game. Chuba Hubbard got twenty-two carries, one hundred four yards, three touchdowns, five receptions for forty-nine yards. Justice Hill had five carries, so I didn't see what happened. I didn't even look it up. Yeah. I all I know is that Chuba Hubbard came in. And, and with one of the over. all-time yeah, he, great names ever, played well, played great, played really well. Not, not just yeah, not so just well. Pretty unbelievable game. I didn't like the two-point conversion play call. I like going for it there. We've talked about that. Yeah, I'm a the, fan of that. The all play the time. call was was 
good if you have like an all-time great quarterback because you, that is a really difficult throw to make. Well, and you've only got one option. You only have one receiver there to get well, open, it, so it's pretty easy to cover that guy. The, but, no, it, but he wasn't even covered. Like that receiver was no, he open. was open. You're right. He they was threw open, it. and yeah. he will always and forever be open. The issue is just a bad. It's a it, hard throw. It is a very difficult throw because you got to throw it way to the outside. That's right. And it look, it, Taylor Cornelius had a good game. I mean, he had over 500 yards total off, or uh, not total, uh, passing yards. Can, but like, can can I can I ask you a question? At what point in time are we going to just stop defending Oklahoma, barely beating mediocre teams? Uh, it'll it'll never happen with because, the national media because because. You go to overtime against Army, and, and Army's pretty good this year, but but they're still Army. Yeah, it's you, so still you go Army. To, like so you go to OT against Army. You're a two-point conversion away from losing to a five-loss Oklahoma team. Oklahoma State team. Oklahoma State team. And, and you – You it, beat Texas Tech by five with a third-string yeah, quarterback. Yeah, you go, you go all the way down to the brink with Texas Tech, a five-loss team, yeah, with their third-string quarterback. Like, at what like, point I, in time are you still great? I think like so. Why, they, why they do played, we continue to give here, them credit? They played really, really well early in the season, right? Yep. And then as they continued to slaughter teams, they started to kind of just come back to earth. What and and obviously like they fired Mike Stoops. Uh, that defense the hadn't game. gotten better since firing Mike Stoops. No, no. But I, anybody I, can score on them with any type of offense. I think like obviously Oklahoma is one of those teams where you put all of your talent on the offensive side of the football. Correct. And they go, all right, well, we're in the Big 12, so we're just going to try and outscore everybody. And, and their offense is unbelievable. Yes. What happens when they play a defense that can just get one or two stops throughout the whole game? It's it's why I'm curious. Like they, Everybody talks about how, like, for Alabama, like Oklahoma is one of, like, two or three teams that would be able to beat Alabama. Complete horse crap. And I think that's crap. It's just horse crap because Bama is going to make you punt 50% of those, those, yeah. those drives. And, and, and Bama's going to hold score the football every drive. Well, that and, and defense not, not is that. garbage. Bama will not punt. Not not just that, but like Alabama understand, and and other teams. Georgia could do this. Like I think Auburn could do this. Like oh, just they hold will, the ball. And they run. will hold the football yeah. and run, and maybe not Auburn this year. Auburn kind of sucks running the football this year. But, but but not against Oklahoma, maybe. But maybe not against. Oklahoma. Maybe they suck because they play against Alabama and LSU and Georgia, and that's really hard teams to run against. I mean, you're you're. But Oklahoma's yeah. not hard to run against. Hell, anybody could do it. Now, you're right about that. You this, are so This right. is my argument for why I have UCF higher than these Big 12 teams because all they do is score, score, score. Well, UCF just scores, score, scores, and they haven't been beaten. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying UCF would beat all of these teams. I'm telling you this. Those teams aren't mark- marketably better than UCF. Because they play the exact same style of football. Yeah. We're just going to score. We're going to blow up the scoreboard. And if we get the ball last, we're probably going to win. Yeah. And and they've looked out and gotten the ball last like 22 times. Feels right. like. <laughs> I don't know, moving on, where your next point is. I wanted to let us get through the Petrino news. Let us talk about Bedlam because that was an amazing game. I got I to gotta tell you, you, you owe Brian Harrison an apology. Brian Harrison? Yeah. Who is Brian Harrison? The coach that you hate from Boise State. Harson. Harson. Brian Harson. Uh yeah, no, I've got I've got that on. Uh, it was number seven on my you, list. You, you owe uh, him an apology. No. No, I'm not apologizing for that. 
I've, I, I know people at Boise State that were like openly rooting. Obviously, they want Boise State to win, but the reason they want Boise State to win is so that maybe some Power Five job will be dumb enough to hire Harson. Well, nobody's going to do that. That's exactly what I'm saying because he is a mediocre coach. Look, here's the deal. They came out and played the game of their lives in that second half. Fresno was up 17-3. to Like, I'm just – they gave up three straight touchdowns. And their I think, offense I think turned at some to point they went into they went into the halftime and they made adjustments. Uh, That's what coaches are supposed to do, right? Th- this was They're not supposed to go make adjustments. This, this was not adjustments. This was Fresno State didn't make adjustments. They went out. I will, and said, I will We're going to do this. the exact same thing we've been doing, and they got the Boise caught. kids played tough. They they dominated the line of scrimmage on if, both sides of the ball. If they beat Utah State, and I will give them props for this win. Now, I will tell you this. This sets up a really, really interesting next two weeks because we got Fresno State against uh, San Diego State. State. That's going to be a um, great game, I think. Which San Diego State, by the way, lost last night to UNLV. I don't think it's going to be a great game. I mean, it might have been a look-ahead spot. You know, let down look-ahead, obviously. Um, But it's still, like, it'll still be for, you know, the the conference championship game. Um, So you got that next week. And then the last week when, when there are... Four billion gigantic games going on. All these rivalry games. Tossed right in the middle of that is going to be Utah State and Boise. At Boise on the Smurf turf. Boise Boise I mean, did well with the scheduling this year. They they got those two big boys at home. Yeah, and it is not easy to go into Boise and take a W. Now you you got that right because it's. I mean, it's still a great place to watch a football it's game. Still really really cold. I know. I and know. they got some rabid fans up there, man. They Utah are, State will handle the cold better than Fresno, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. Now, I wonder if maybe that was a little bit – because once Fresno went up 17-3, to it's like they just disappeared. Just disappeared. I think the coaches and Boise went into the but locker did, room. Did you watch some, that whole game? I'm, I watched a lot of it. Did you watch the very, very end of the game when there was like 15 seconds left? Oh, I know, I know. Okay, I didn't So, get that 15 late. seconds left, and Boise has gotten the ball back after another fourth down try that – Fresno couldn't, you know, convert. Once I realized the game was over, I was they I was ESPN was showing, and they I'm telling you there was this much space between where the ball was and the first down chain, and they called a first down for Boise, and not the, it, and it would not have mattered. It wouldn't have made any difference in the world, but they called a first down for Boise, which in turn ended the game. Yeah, just trying to get the game over. They would have. They would have gotten the first down. The next I just. Play anyway. I could not understand it to save my life. Yeah, they're just trying to end the game. I mean, that, look, we've watched the referee uh, umpires in baseball do the same thing. Like this is a blowout. Everything's a strike. Like we're just getting this thing over. <laughs> like, like if you're down by six in the seventh inning, literally every pitch the the, the opposing pitcher throws is a strike. We're just getting this thing over. We're just getting it done. Bam, bam, bam. Out. Stats are going up. I'm getting the hell out of here. All right. So off of Boise Fresno, Clemson twenty seven, Boston College seven. Uh, it was more like – we'll start off with this. Anthony Brown in the hospital. Did you see Steve Adagio's press conference after? Yeah, I did. That was the most heartbreaking. Um, and, and I like, love Adagio. He's he's one of my favorite coaches in college football. This was football. his moment to shine. Yeah. They had been waiting on a game like this in Chestnut Hill. To come to Boston. For like, for like right. 30 years. Yeah. You know, it, basically since, uh, uh, since like the Doug Flutie Notre Dame thing, right? Yeah. And you're and you're talking about an offense that is 
so based on precision. You can't just throw another quarterback in there and say run this. Well, it's yeah, because it's like just a, not, it's just not. It's all about precision and time. Their entire game plan went out the window. Well, yeah, yeah. Like there's it, nothing to do I, offensively. I, I guarantee you this: they would have had much more than nine yards rushing. Oh yeah, had Anthony oh, Brown stayed in that ball no game, no doubt. Um, and and obviously, like they had way more. They had a play where they lost like. 40-something <laughs> yards. No, it was first and 10, and they snapped the ball over and the quarterback's And then it was like second and 43. 42, yeah. yeah you 42. Can't, I mean, there's nothing you can do with that. And that's after they got a couple of first downs. Like, yeah. they made a couple of plays, and they're putting together a little bit of a drive here, and then you snap it over the guy's head. What, it wasn't even like a bad snap. I just think the quarterback wasn't ready. Well, And then it just rolls like, and, and because it, it's it, cold yeah. and like the ground is hard, and that's the way it goes. Um and Boston College did hold Clemson to 129 rushing yards. Defensively, they showed and, – and I don't know that Boston College is – and I don't mean to cut you off there. No, no, you're but, good. But, but Clemson had been putting up 50, 70 points against all these just garbage teams, and I kept screaming, that doesn't matter. These teams are awful, and you can name your number against them if you want to. They're yeah. putting up style points, and everybody's buying in. They played a decent defense, not a great defense, not a top 25 defense in the country, a, a okay defense, and they held them to nothing when Boston College, that defense is on the field all night because they the offense can't get any drives going. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell like the the weather was affecting Trevor Lawrence. If you think like, this ball, this Clemson, all these people, oh, Clemson's one of the teams that can hang with Bama, you just get over yourself. Get over yourself. You know what I thought during the ball game? I thought, like, maybe maybe Dabo and that coaching staff started to feel a little bad for Boston College. Like, no, and I know that you can't do that, no, but, like, you, can't you, do you that know that Dabo is, like, an emotional guy and whatnot, and, he, and you kind of – it's like we could name our number here, but, man, they lost their starting quarterback because one of our 315-pound, you know, big yeah. wallies, like, landed on him. And, and now he's in the hospital. No, and he's not just hurt, but like, yeah, it's it's he, not a it's not a broken it's an, leg it's situation. It's an internal yeah. organ deal, yeah. and and no, they don't know what's up. But I wonder how much info the, does Dabo have at that? Like, he no, he probably doesn't. He know doesn't that. know. He All he knows know is that the quarterback that. is out. Yeah, like for the game. Yeah, he knows I don't, that. Yeah, I don't, but that's all he knows. I, I you know I don't know that you. I'm not giving him any any kind of sympathy credit situation there. I think they got stopped by a defense that was on the field all night long. Yeah. And they bend but didn't break, and they held them the best they could. I, this Clemson team is good, but it's just all the people putting them up there with Bama, the difference between Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan, and Georgia is nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And I, if you make Clemson a touchdown favorite over those three teams, I would take all three of those teams right now, no question. That's that's big talk. No, there's no doubt. No doubt. Because all three I mean, of those teams' defenses, way better than Boston College's defense. I, I could – okay, I'll tell you this. Uh, I think that any of those teams could beat Clemson, and I also think Clemson could beat any of those teams. Oh, I'm, I'm like, completely agree with that. I think they are all very, very equal. And, of course, yes. you like taking the dogs anyway. So. But that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's him. But that's my argument here. I think they're all equal, and everyone's saying that Clemson and Bama have separated themselves from everybody else because Clemson put 70 on Louisville. Yeah, it's like, who cares? Like, I'm, there's no doubt that I know 22 people that are in my cell phone right now that I could call and maybe put an offense together to put 40 on Louisville. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one of them, obviously. I've got some pretty well, no, you just play friends. offensive line. 
No, I'm going to stand <laughs> on the sidelines with a head, headset on. There you go. But, but like, <laughs> like that's that. Like, I think I could devise an offense to put up thirty against against Louisville. Like, like, congratulations. Yeah. But when no, you right. play a team that you should beat up, where their defense is on the field for like eighty snaps, and you can't score more than twenty. Yeah, I mean, it's and and I think weather had something to do with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was. I'm not. I'm not making excuses for him. If you're, it if was, you want it was to be the a, number two team in the country, you don't get excuses like, "Well, it was cold." It was a fun game to watch for like a quarter and a half. Well, and once, it was just kind of once, yeah. Once, once you get to halftime and you realize like he ain't coming back, and holy crap! And Adazio like, is one of the all-time best coaches in college football not like best in quality but like to listen to to talk to i mean he's i, I he's can watch Gundy. him on repeat when what? he does that thing where he's uh he's like what's better than this yeah dudes no. being dudes he's so good uh the the yahoo um college football uh a podcast pete thamel sat down with him and they talk and like all he wanted to do was talk about italian food at the north end like like pete thamel was trying to talk football and he just wants to talk like I go here sometimes on Thursdays before big games, and I get a, you know the meatballs, and it's just he's such a great guy to listen to. Yeah, and I think he's a really good coach. I like him a lot. I'm biased, I'm partial. That's fine. Part of the Urban Meyer tree. Yeah. Speaking of Urban Meyer, Ohio State 26, Michigan State six. Uh, Got a good win, big win. Yeah, big win. Ohio yeah. State scored 17 in the yeah. fourth quarter. Uh, scored the last nineteen of the game. They were up seven to six, and I felt good at seven to six. And then you watched this game, right? I watched okay, a, a little it, bit. It, of okay, it. so it, did you see the intentional safety? No, I had to be on a different channel. For okay, that. it was yeah, seven I, to six. I don't even know. I don't even remember them talking about it. Ohio anymore. State's special teams was lights at their punter down the ball like. Like five times inside the five. Now he's pretty good. It was just remarkable to watch this kid. And at one of those instances, Michigan State runs three plays. They are still on their own one-yard line. Ohio State, you can tell, is lining up for a block. And this is still in the third quarter, so it's still 7-6. And Michigan State at this point, like they had been trapped inside their own five, like three straight possessions or something like that. And... Rather than allow Ohio State a chance at a blocked punt, they snapped the ball over the punter's head intentionally to make it nine to six, so that they could come back. And now I'm assuming this is what they did. I mean, they they hadn't talked about it and get a free kick, get a free kick and flip field position. That's right, huh? Like they they were trusting their defense. I, I, the I issue with the free this. kick was they kicked the ball out of bounds. Yeah, you can do that, and which. Flip the field position right back. That's right. And then from there, it was just over. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't ever seen that. I kind of like the strategy, though. I mean, if you got I mean, flip... it makes sense so long as everything else goes exactly right, but I still think you have to make them block the punt. Like, get your team together, well, tell them not, no. It's not, a, it's not a make them block the punt. Even if you get the punt off and it's just a crappy and, punt. Yeah, you're still going to get – they're going to get the ball to yeah. 35 or whatever. So, so I get, I get – I kind of understand like, do the Do we situation. give up two points or do we give up seven points? Yeah. That's it. I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. That strategy. Mm. Here's here's the thing I like. Ohio State went out and they beat up a team that that we think is pretty good. Yeah. The the one thing I don't like is all these Ohio State guys beating their chest. Now I, I get I beat them up a lot. 
But they're all beating their chest talking about how, like, whoop, everyone says we can't play defense, and look what we just did. We played great defense. Against maybe the worst offense you're going to play all year? Yeah. Like, like Lewerke did not look good, but like, he's not looked good in a lot of games When teams shut LSU down, like, okay, like, shut down a good offense. Well, and to, and, and another part of this. Shut down a bad offense and then beat your chest that you shut somebody down. D'Antonio is, is going back and forth between Rocky Lombardi and Brian Lewerke, and I don't get it. Like, when you do that, like, the two-quarterback system, like, I rarely see that work. No, I don't. I think this. I think Michigan State. I think they know this is obviously not the year they're going to play. They've already got too many losses. They're they're not really playing for much. They're going to let their defense control the game. And offensively, I think he's just trying to figure out who they are. And if in one of these games, one of these guys takes over, then he can make a decision. When and and Lewerke but if he has just started to take over, right? Like he and it's not he didn't score a touchdown or anything like that. They they. Got they had a touchdown taken off the board, yep. uh, which turned into a field goal. So like rather than being up ten seven, they were down seven six, and like it, it, everything seemed to be going pretty well midway through the third quarter. Correct, and then just the the, wheels fall off. Everything fell apart. Let, oh let me my ask God! You, so is this the biggest win for Ohio State all year? Or is Penn State the biggest win? Because I'm trying Penn to figure State. out what their best win is. And Penn State's going to win out. So at Penn State, yeah, Penn State's going to win out. They're going to okay. finish with their losses. You know that that would have because this it. is not a great Penn State team, and this Michigan State team actually beat Penn State. So at, and then I mean there was there was at State College there was TCU. Yeah, but um, that's not a good win. Now I mean TCU is a dog team, man. But that's it, but that's what I'm saying. Like they've got. A they team, don't have any other good TCU, wins. They get no. It's, everything else is just kind of eh. no. You know, it's so whatever. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the SEC. Uh, two big games: Bama twenty-four, Mississippi State zero, Georgia twenty-seven, Auburn ten. Uh, let's talk about the Georgia one first. Okay. Georgia and and we don't have to talk about anything other like Georgia can run the football. Correct. They have they've figured out their offensive line problems and they are they're running the ball. Swift looks fantastic. Uh, now that he's you know done with the groin injury, he looks like the Heisman Trophy candidate he was supposed to be, right? What did you think about Georgia's fake field goal up twenty-seven to ten with just over three minutes left? I, I didn't understand it. I didn't know the reason for it other than just Kirby just wanting well, to Kirby, run Kirby it up said, on. "Wait, like here, look. If we kick a field goal, we're still only up by twenty. That's yeah. still like that's less than three touchdowns and three extra points. Like if we score the touchdown there, then it's a four possession game and." But I'm like, okay, but all you were going to do is kick an extra point, so even then it's still three touchdowns and three two-point conversions. Yeah, then, so like, then I, I get it. Regardless, okay you're going to – but are they really going to be able to score three touchdowns in my, three minutes? My thought process is this. If you're going to do that because the math tells you you want to get this to a four-possession game, my my argument is then, then – or make them make two, three extra points or three – two-point conversion, sorry, then my argument is run a play. But but why why fake a field keep, goal? Keep that fake field goal in your pocket. You might need that. Yeah. Like, why show that to Bama or to some, you know. Unless you're wanting to show, like, unless you're wanting to put that out there. Like, because obviously, like, teams will do this just to give something for the other team to have to prep for, right? Yeah, but that's dumb because so Bama preps for it, that means you still can't run it because now Bama's prepared for it. I would rather not show it and know that they're going to be – when you play Alabama, they're going to have 
they're, they're going to be more prepared than anybody else in the country. So making them take an, an hour out of their day to, to watch for this just means you can't run this because they're going to be ready for it and yeah. they're going to stop it when you need to. Yeah. I, no, you're that's, right about that. That's my thought process. You're, you're, you handily have this game. I'm not showing out. I'm literally, as soon as this game's up by two scores, I'm as vanilla as I can be running the football, knowing I can get first downs, drive, and still score every possession with our kicker and our offensive line and the running backs, and I'm showing them nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. All right, let's move over to Bama. Uh, so Alabama, yes, offensive or defensively shut down Mississippi State. Mississippi State shuts down Alabama's offense, holds them to less than 300 yards total offense. Uh, Tua goes out with a quad injury, and you know he, his sprained knee is still a problem. Uh, I think same the, leg, right? Same leg. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's oof. what's tough. That's what's it's, tough. Um, the biggest thing that came out of this was the the same crap narrative of the referees. You can trying say to it's help. a crap narrative, but the Gary, the videotape doesn't lie. No, I will say this: there were missed calls. Like, there were bad missed calls. Like, I could not believe how fortunate Alabama was with the... The shutdown, the the shutout should not be something Alabama's bragging about because that is openly Agreed. taken away from. Agreed. Um, I mean, it's still on the scoreboard. So, but obviously, that, but it's still but there. You, but you get, but you get what I'm... But that's not I do something get what you you're can saying. brag about. I, I do get what you're saying. I, no, it, it, no Alabama fan or player or whatever should be bragging about holding this state team to zero, especially after... Yeah. After taking two touchdowns off the board, right? Yes. Um now the the fumble in the first like on the first drive. Correct. I hold that more on Mississippi State coaches. No, you can't do that because this isn't the NFL. They don't get challenges. Yes, they do. No, no, they don't. And then when you call the timeout, if it's found to be your favor and it still flips. It's not the NFL. You don't get that timeout back. Yes, you, you get the challenge lose. back. Yes, you do. That's what the rule is. You get the challenge back. You can use it one more time in the first half. You you shouldn't have to waste it, man. You know you that was a pretty easy call. So so here's my problem. I I haven't done this research, okay? I I've literally there and he is a Mississippi State guy, but but there is a um, a, a, a Mississippi State sports guy. He used to do SEC country before SEC okay. country got shut down, and uh, and whatnot. And is he, it Matt Wyatt? Yeah, that's okay. it. I was about to say I, yeah. can't, I don't remember his last name, but but he like did some digging or whatnot. The guy that did the phantom like blocking the back call or whatever is an Alabama grad. I saw that. I saw that. And, and his dad played at Alabama under Bear Bryant. How that, are they allowed? We have 400 million people in America. Hold on, hold on. How hold can on. we not come I, up with six people? That's, that's not – that that is it's not accurate. It's, all all it's, the stuff that Wyatt is talking about is not accurate because there is a rule in the SEC referees rule book where I know that. they I, will not allow I, somebody, somebody to, to ref. referee their own – yeah. games. They shouldn't like, be allowed to ref in the conference if they went to any school in the conference because it's not possible for you to be unbiased. What if he's referring a Tennessee game or an Auburn game oh, and, that, and I, you I know that they know where hate he, those teams? I don't know where he went to school. I don't that, like. But, I don't know just, where he went I'm to school, but I know the rule. The rule is a bad rule because it just says you can't ref this team, this game, your team's game. But all of these teams in this conference are connected by hatred. I, I agree with you on that. 
So that so so it's a bad like if you went to school in the SEC, it's you another can't ref reason, in the SEC. It's another reason why referees should one they should be paid more and oh, two no. they, they should, should be full time. And but I yes, think college your refs should are be taken full-time. into. No, the NFL is the one that's not. No, college refs are the same as the NFL. That's then that's like, dumb. I, but I mean that's the way it goes. It's a there's enough game. money. We're we're literally putting waterfalls in putting greens. In, in these locker rooms for players to play in, we have enough money to pay people a livable salary to do a pretty damn difficult job. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. It, the issue is that uh, that everybody wants to keep that money. But that's, right? but that's like the referees are NCAA hired people, and the NCAA, while they do make a ton of money, they do not make what the leagues make. Or what the conference is you, you just tax the schools and you take it and from with, them. That's what I would do. You just absolutely say, look, we're, we're drawing a line. If you're building $600 million facilities, I'm going to need about $5 million so we could pay all these damn referees. Yeah. Because we literally have 40 schools that have billion-dollar facilities. Yes. We can't come up with enough money to pay 100 referees, full-time employees, salaries. Let's move off of that one. Let's talk about another salary. Cal 15, USC 14. If you stayed up for Pac-12 after dark, you were awarded. You got to see a really fun football game, even though it was only 29 oh, points no, scored. Low scoring, that's fine. It's still a good game. USC is now 5-5. Five and five. Yep. They play a uh, an improving UCLA team and then Notre Dame to close out. If they go 5-7, and seven, do they replace Clay Hilton? Yeah, I, I think they replace him anyway. I mean, Lynn Swan said, like, it doesn't matter what happens this year. Like, we're gonna let him. We're gonna let him do his thing. Well, okay, maybe but, because they think, oh, we lost a, you know, we turned over a bunch of talent. I don't know. But, lost but I mean, look, say James Franklin puts out there, eh, I might be interested in coming to LA. I definitely think it's James de- Franklin an upgrade. Oh no, I I think he's an upgrade. I think he is too. I think he's a really good coach. Okay, <laughs> I let's let's be, be honest let's here. let's be real. Yeah. I yeah, I don't think they're on the same playing field. Um. I think this is where being an athletic director is kind of a complicated thing, and you have to have trust in um, agents, which is kind of a hard thing to do. But well, the way it's the way the game is shaped today, like it's the only way to get business done. If you can have backdoor conversations and find out who's actually interested in your job, and you find out a Franklin would would be interested then yeah you make the move i'd be doing that but right now but if you're if you don't know that information your program is not in a great spot to just well but i don't know man i mean surely you would think even if franklin didn't take it what if you say hey brahm you sure louisville is your dream job like like i've been to louisville okay and i've been to la and they're not the same or campbell at, at iowa state like all of these guys are Way better head coaches. Or Kyle Whittingham at Utah. Like I understand he's like yes. you know in his late fifties, but no, I'm not. But I'm not afraid of an. He's older, a he's an a hard nosed coach. coach. I mean, Bill Clark is one of my favorite coaches in college. And football. what is he like? 50? Yeah, he's 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 mid fifties. Probably. No, I think he's early I think he's forty nine or fifty. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's right there. I'm, I'm uh, which means he's still got the good like yeah. 15, 20 years I'm, left. You don't have to. You don't have to be. I mean, and very get, rarely is anybody going to stay at a school for longer than like 10, 15 years right. anyway. So like like yes, if you could get Lincoln Riley, it'd be great because he's like twenty four. But Lincoln Riley on. ain't coming out to L A. But I I'm just saying, you but, know, but yeah, and I, you get I, what I I'm saying. I understand. You don't the have to just go get the twenty year old. Yeah, I understand the premise. Um, all right, let's move off of that. I've got three games 
that, for the most part, locked up divisions. Okay. Pitt, 52. Virginia Tech, 22. Bam. Northwestern, 14. Iowa, 10. Our boys. UAB, 26. Southern Miss, 23 in overtime. Uh, Pitt pretty much locked up the ACC Coastal. Uh, they have to win at least one of their last two and hope that uh, – well, no, at, at that no, point, they just I they think win. They, I think they get it if they win yeah, one of the two. Yeah, it's locked up if they win one of the two. Yep. Because um, they own most of the tiebreakers, right? They own all the tiebreakers, yeah, basically. That's it. <laughs> like, they've only got one loss in conference. That's it. Um, would it be fun to watch this pit running game against Clemson? I'm going to tell you this. I, this they like, had 495 like yards Clem- rushing. Clemson is probably going to beat them. And they might beat them handily, but they are not the monster we think they are. Now, Pitt has improved drastically. Like, drastically. Who would you say, first four weeks of the season, more improved right now? Temple or Pitt? I'd roll with... I'm not saying who's better. Oh, man. Who's more improved? Because, remember, Temple lost to Villanova. I didn't know Villanova had a football team. Yeah, but Pitt was like... Pitt was getting trounced. And, and they, they were getting they, they were, were getting trounced by like good teams. But they were getting like, embarrassed by yeah, pretty good teams. It was teams. like fifty one to thirteen to or no, fifty one to six, I think, by Penn State, like forty two to seventeen by UCF. Like they were getting humiliated. And then like they, they flipped a switch after yeah. that UCF game. That's it. And they've um, they've been so much better. Like they, uh, they're running the way, game. It, like Narduzzi, big, I knew would figure something big out. Big win but. for UCF on the on the on the conference. We're going to talk about big wins. I mean, that's a pretty damn good win. What against Navy? <laughs> no, against Pitt. Oh, against Pitt. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. against I, Pitt. It, dude, I've been talking about this for two weeks now. Like, yeah. if Pitt wins the Coastal, that helps out UCF in the playoff race. Like, what so if, long as they, other chaos. What if they ensues. beat Clemson? Can you put UCF in there? They beat a conference champion. And they beat the hell out of that conference well, they, champion, Yeah, they, too. they beat the hell out of a Power 5 conference, conference champion. champion. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, yeah. what what does that do to people? Uh, I mean, at that point, like, UCF has all the ammunition that they need. Well, let's say Cincinnati wins out other than that. And let's say, you know, Temple and all these other teams, like, continue to just win. in the in the AAC gets, the, like, the three only- or four teams. And we talked about how... The top 25 just ain't great. What no. if the AAC gets like three or four teams in the AAC and they've got wins over all of them, and then they'll have a win over a Power 5 conference champion? Now, th- I'll tell you this. I mean, I know hurts, this is a lot of what-ifs. What hurts UCF is Bam. that the, the AAC West is very mediocre right now. Like Houston, but they still played a bunch of those other teams in the East. It, yes, they did. Like, But South Florida losing again. Yeah, like that's three straight losses. Not good. That's it. So, but they if, were all three straight losses in conference. I agreed. That just shows understand. the conference is pretty good. Yeah, but you understand how that works. Like, if everybody's beating everybody, everybody's going to say, "Ah, it's a down year." No, like, which is crap. I understand. That's garbage. But that's garbage. You can't do that. What helps them is Cincinnati next week will probably be a top twenty-five team. Yeah, so they should that be. will give them a I, win over a team that was. They absolutely the the should 25. be a top twenty-five team. Yeah, I mean they're nine and one. Like absolutely. Um, anyway, so yeah. So I, all right, uh, Northwestern, Northwestern fourteen, Iowa ten. Man, love this. Man. What has happened to Iowa? I don't know. They've lost three straight now, and and they have lost games like so. 
Thirty to twenty-four at Penn State, totally reasonable. That, that that's normal. Thirty-six that's... to thirty-eight at Purdue, and this is the same Purdue team that just went and only could put up ten points on Minnesota. I, 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 um, and I understand you, like Purdue is. I, I, you I get might that. be right on on Brom have gotten the call. Yeah, that might be it, a, that made no sense. You might be it might be a fade Purdue the rest of the year kind of thing. Yeah, I, I really think that's I think that's what might have happened. Um, I don't know, but Northwestern man, like it. Like they're going to Indy. This this team is so frustrating to watch. I I watch every minute of most all of their games. They drive me insane. I have lost almost every bet all year on them. When I bet on them, they they, didn't they, lose they, they drop. When when I bet against them, they 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 win. They win big. This week I bet on them. Got money line on them. Loved every bit of it. I, yeah, what happened to Iowa's offense? Is it, well, it, can Northwestern's like, defense just clamp somebody down like that? I think they can when they want to. I mean, they've shown that. Man, it's crazy, right? It, it's Pat just, Fitzgerald is a good good coach. Yeah, he's a good coach. He, he just drives, plays to the level of his competition. He drives me insane. Uh, UAB twenty six, Southern Miss twenty three. UAB is playing in the CUSA conference championship game uh, against either Middle Tennessee State or somebody, which. It the, could be. I, they play Middle Tennessee State in the regular season though. in the, in the last game. In the last of the year. game, of the season, yeah, yeah, and they they could play them in back to back weeks, um, big, or big against situation type or thing. against. Uh, uh, they've already beaten Louisiana. T- uh, who else is? I don't know, I don't who, know else who else is. is in in that conference. They, uh, that's so, that's good. That would uh, be up there. Well, North Texas is pretty good, but then North Texas went and got beat by Old no, Dominion. They've got, they've got a couple of losses, but that's not a conference loss, is it? Yeah, I mean it's a it it's a yeah. I didn't know where Old they're Dominion both in the was. conference USA. I didn't know where Old Dominion was. That's uh, being honest. Let's see. Well, they're they're in Virginia for one. Well, I know they where are they the co- are. <laughs> I didn't know they were in conference USA. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell. Uh, Middle they were Tennessee in. State is six and one in conference. Um, Florida International is five and one, and they've got two games left. Middle Tennessee State plays Kentucky this weekend, and and they close out with UAB. Yeah. So if Florida International loses to either, well, no, Florida International owns the tiebreaker of Middle Tennessee State. So, uh, FIU plays at Charlotte and Marshall to end the season. So, more they than likely, win, it will be they FIU. one of those games, they'll, they'll play UAB. It'll be FIU and UAB, and the okay. game, it appears, is going to be in uh, UAB. Yeah, at Birmingham. So, that's, I mean. Look I'm going to tell you this, man. Look at Legion was, Field. If it's a slow week, I might drive over to UAB and watch that game. That could well. It won't be a slow week. It's conference championship week. I know that, but I. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I might still do it anyway. It's not like I can't watch TV on all. Depends the rest on of the if games. you and I go to Indy. Oh no! If we go to Indy, that's a whole different ball game. That's different. So unless the game is on like a Friday, yeah, like you don't think that's on a Friday, right? It might. It might be a, one of those conversations. Hey, let's not. Hey, we gonna figure this the, out. Let's right not now. compete with the rest of the guys. Um, I mean, it's possible because like the uh, the Pac-12 championship is, you know, uh. uh is on Friday night. That's it. Yeah, the Pac-12 so, is definitely on Friday night. It's not with the rest of them. Let's see. Conference USA championship game is scheduled for. What if it's a Thursday night game? I doubt it. That would be smart, though. You're going to get a bunch of eyes. You own the country. Yeah, but at that point, like. Wouldn't that be great, though? You own the country? You get all the eyes? Everybody's watching you? It will be Saturday, December 1st ah, at 1230 p.m. Central Time, televised for the first time by the league's longtime broadcast partner, CBS Sports Network. There you go. So, 
the end of the game will be going on while Alabama Georgia is on, and nobody will watch. Yeah. So that's still, what it is. I'd still go. Let's see. Uh, move on from that. Tennessee twenty four, Kentucky seven. Football is a very emotional game, especially for kids that are uh, somewhat talented. Not like kids that can play above their heads, like Kentucky has done all year. When you had two emotional games back to back, and then you go play somebody that you are about a touchdown favorite over, who has played basically like crap all year, and everybody is pushing you up. Oh, New Year's Six Bowl. With that loss, does that move Kentucky out of a New Year's Six Bowl? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think so. I think so. I mean, let's say they beat Middle Tennessee State and Louisville to end the year. They finish 9-3. and three. We've seen what the rest of the top 25 looks like. I think they could still finish top 15. Oh, no, I, I don't disagree with that. But I think because of the New Year's Six Bowls and bowl affiliations, I just don't think they're going to get in. I think if they if they brought like if they want fans to show up, yeah, hundred percent they would bring Kentucky in because those fans would absolutely show up for a game. But if you're talking about, hang on now, how many SEC teams do you think we're getting in? So let's say Georgia doesn't get into the playoff, so you got Georgia going to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, and then you got LSU. LSU is going to go into a New Year's Six Bowl. I, the only I, other know, one is Kentucky. Well, that's it. No, you're probably right, but are are they going to let more than than two? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could see it. So Big Ten got three in last year, but they didn't have a playoff team. But then, as I say, I don't think we've ever a, had more they didn't than have three. a playoff team. I don't think we've ever had more than three. But I don't know that we should. Maybe I mean, not. it's a bowl game just because it's a New Year's Six bowl and it's considered bigger than the others. None of them matter. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, let's talk about Big Twelve madness. Okay. Iowa State Baylor ejections. Iowa State won this from twenty eight to fourteen, and David Montgomery got kicked out of the game. They they he threw rightful, down. He rightfully should have gotten kicked out of the game. Well, and and the other guy obviously rightly should have gotten kicked out too. I, I'm one. I'm one to punish the team that starts this stuff because once it starts, well, the the guy from Baylor predict. is the one that like started throwing punches. Like, did That's, you see that, that kid? No, it doesn't matter. The, the guy when, jumps over the referee. I get it to punch at, Hang on. at Montgomery. But that's this is my problem. In once it all starts. All hell breaks loose, and you can't really control what 18-, 19-year-old kids are going to do. But when you put your knee on somebody's throat and you have your hand on the other two kid's face mask, yeah. holding them to the ground, anything that happens after that is because of this trigger. Yes. And therefore, this is the guy that gets punished most harsh, and everything else, not appropriate, but excusable. We understand yeah. you're not going to do that to my teammate, and I don't care if there's a ref there or not. All right, the reason this is a big deal, Texas 41, Texas Tech 34. Iowa State's got a big game coming up. Big, big game. So is David Montgomery going to sit out like this game or the first half of this game, or does he is he suspended at all? If like, you're, if you're gonna, what happens? If you're going to be a disciplinarian and run a, a good, clean program, yeah, he should miss the whole damn game. If you're trying to, to win the Big 12, because you beat Texas and West Virginia wins, you go to the Big 12 championship. Yeah. So, I mean, I I get trying to win, but but your kid made a mistake, and he made a big mistake that was selfish and can cost his team. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it was it was a humongous deal. Yeah. And with Texas winning last night, that just made it even that much bigger. Uh, let's talk about uh, here, the last two, because we have gone long today. Right. We appreciate you guys sticking around with us for this whole thing. Uh, Wake Forest 27, NC State 23 from Thursday night. 
Chris hits a plus 835 money line. Woo! And NC State is the garbage team that we thought they were. I I almost hit two plus eight. Because if Bedlam goes my way, yeah, 20-point spreads, 20-point spreads, bet the dog, have the stones to put some money on the money line. I, I needed that two-point conversion. It would have been the most <laughs> profitable weekend I've had in a long time. Um, Wake quarterback Jamie Newman, 22 out of 33, 297 yards, three touchdowns. Against uh, a backup quarterback that's never taken a snap. Yeah, that's this is what NC, NC State, State is like. Congratulations, you've only got three and, losses. And everybody talked You're about a NC garbage State team. Everybody talked about NC State making a New Year's Six game. That's, I, and I don't think that's just happening. A garbage either. team. You've beat up on nobodies. Finally, my worst beat of the week: LSU twenty-four, Arkansas seventeen. LSU's up twenty-four to three going into the fourth quarter. They give up one touchdown. Yeah, they're still covering. Yeah. This is right. all garbage time stuff. Still covering when they're up twenty-four to ten. Correct. They give up another touchdown. Yep. Now they're not covering. Now they're not covering, and they drive the ball down the field. Yep. And Nick Brissett has a touchdown run with about a minute left, wide open, and he and he, and he goes down. He, he slides. goes down, and and I can understand that. It is the right football move, but but it is the right football move if, if you're going to kneel it well, afterwards. Yes, and and instead. They ran two more plays. so uh, And they I, go down on purpose the second play. No, no, no. Hold well, on. The first play. No, the first, the first play, again, wide open for a touchdown, and he goes down at he, the one-yard line. He slides at the one-yard line. And then the coaches are telling him, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, score. Yeah. So they run another play. And they get stopped that and play. And they get stopped that play. And then and then they then, kneel it. And then they kneel it. Yeah. So, so Clay Travis brought up an interesting thing here. He okay. said, "He said it's pretty obvious what happened here. Coach O had LSU minus thirteen and a half. Nick Brissett had Arkansas plus thirteen and a half. So every time they gave it to Brissett, he would go down. <laughs> I I wonder I wonder how much O is caught because he has very much made it clear I'm the CEO." I'm 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 hands off of micromanaging this. I want to know how much is that Imziger? How much of that is the running backs coach? Like obviously there is miscommunication somewhere. The right play is to take the kneel and and kneel the game and and kill it. But the right play is. But I don't like running the play. I said this the other day when when well, the, um, the it right happened. Play it happened in the score. NFL. Like it's, no, it's at, it's at that no, point, go on and score because no it's, no, it's not. Well, no, because when he did it, Arkansas still had a timeout. Arkansas still had all three timeouts. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. When when he did, they only had one timeout. When, so go on and score. Go up by two touchdowns. And that way, it doesn't but matter. But if you but if you kneel it, it doesn't matter either. Like the game is over. All the touch, all the timeouts in the world don't matter. I couldn't figure out what. Like they the were. math works in the sense of you just kneel it. I don't. Once again, we we gave Todd Gurley credit. You know, a couple of weeks ago, everybody else did, and I crapped on him because <laughs> because he didn't go down. He was tackled. Like he he didn't make a smart move by going down. He was tackled. You don't run a play because what happens if that that second run where he could have easily walked in and he gets tackled and he, as soon as he gets hit he slides or whatnot? What if the ball pops out? 
Like, what if they get it? They run it back. Like, now we got a tie game. We're going to overtime. Yeah. Like, what what are we doing if you're – the smart play is to kill the clock, kneel the game, ball game is over. As soon as they got the first down, it's ball game. Arkansas mathematically cannot win if you just kneel it. I know all the gamblers wanted it. I had them. I wanted it. I lost money on that. But it's just one of those things where it, you you – I don't know why they're running plays, and I don't know where the miscommunication is. And I don't know, like, is that Imziger's call? Is it O's call? Like, who's calling to run a play? I mean, it's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. And here's the thing. We'll, we'll never know because nobody's going to ever say, like, well, this guy the, called it or whatever. The amount of crap on Twitter about we need a federal investigation into point shaving on, on Nick Brissett. It I will tell you this. It does. I will I will tell you this though. Now that gambling is more of a thing, I mean it like you, you it's one to be talked about. Yeah, because it like Because the obviously, the girly play did the same thing in the NFL. It would have pushed the over, it hit every teaser, and it yeah. would have covered a couple of lines based on where you got the spread. So, like, were you doing that because you had money on the game, yeah. or your it's, buddy had money? Did somebody tell you go down? I mean, what what like, happened? What what? And obviously, I don't think there's any communication going on on the no. sideline. But I think at that point, it's like, hey, if you get a chance, like these conversations and people who say well, I don't think that happens. Look, I am. It happened. It happened in Memphis years ago. Yeah, I am actually closely related to that was, people that was basketball right yes yeah. that that were bringing shoe boxes of cash to assistant coaches to point shave at memphis and did federal time for it like yeah. i this is it this stuff happened now i don't i don't think it happened i don't think it happened in the girly thing no this this was probably just miscommunication yeah one guy's telling a guy one thing probably. one guy's telling a guy another probably is the caveat there Whew! what a wild week what a wild week. We went 52 minutes on this. It was a good week of football. It was a really good week. It was a really good week. All right, this is one of our longer videos. That's all right. If y'all hung around for all this, appreciate we appreciate it. you. Hit that subscribe button for us. We do this every week. It's not always this long, but uh, you get the point. Um, go down to Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Look, you can watch and wager on any of the games down there at any of their six sports books. Fantastic stuff. TunicaTravel.com is your place to get more information. And, as always, go over to winningcureseverything.com. Hit subscribe on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. You can follow us on social media, Twitter, uh, Facebook. We'll be back later on this week. We'll be back. Uh, no, no, no. We got playoff predictions and whatnot. Hey, go, go check out the other videos. We got a whole bunch more coming up. College football, week 11, winning cures everything, top 10. I don't think a lot changed this week. No. Nah. So it's brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more information on all six of their sports books over at tunicatravel.com. You can figure out all of our stuff, podcast, YouTube, our picks, previews, whatever else, over at winningcureseverything.com. Let's jump in. Uh, we'll start at number 10. Um, and then once we get done with this, because well, we're, we're going to... Hang on. Not a lot changed. I, I kind of have a lot of movement in mind. Uh, towards the end, I would imagine. Oh well, yeah, obviously. Um, but but we'll like we'll still kind of fly through this, and then I want to bring up like eleven through twenty five. Sure. Not that we have, but just talk about like what in the hell is going on here? Okay, you know. Um. So let's uh, let's start with number ten. Uh, I'll give mine first. Number ten, I got Central Florida. My number ten is Ohio State. Okay. Okay. That's uh that's reasonable. I think they had a good win, and uh, not a great win, but but they deserve to be in the top ten. 
with the way they played this week and looking at their resume as opposed to everybody else. UCF did not cover this week, um, but, you know, they were playing Navy. Do uh, you think that – because Notre Dame didn't blow out Navy either. And, and oh, 100% I, teams do not run up the they score. They just don't run up the score. But here's the thing. Like, we like – we, the national media, like, really dings Notre Dame because, well, you didn't you didn't blow them out, but other teams have. Like, come on, man. I, I think it depends on what national media you're looking at. Like, a lot of people understand. Like, the committee. Navy, Navy is going to – well, no, the committee kept Notre Dame at number three. Like, they were, you know. But that's one of the reasons they're not two is because – well, well, the they reason do. they're not two is because Clemson was just housing people, and and they used eye tests for whatever reason. Okay. Now I would we'll like get, to we'll see what to it that. is this week. Yeah, we'll get to that because we'll Notre that. Dame with a backup quarterback housed the same Florida yeah. State team that Clemson just because I don't because I don't knock Central Florida for not. I mean they handily won the game and they yeah just, I mean they, they well, just well they won by what eleven yeah like but it, they but they like they it was controlled the game from the entire time the game was yeah it was it was never in doubt. Uh, number nine, West Virginia. Number nine, West Virginia. Okay. So we both see that. I, I made a point to, I, before we even started my my ranking. I said I'm West Virginia's going in this thing. How bad is TCU right now? I it, Gary Patterson's got to wear this. I mean, that's my I guy. I've, I have I have ride with rode with him for a long time. Like obviously he's not in any danger. No, right God now. Like no. and he's got a backup quarterback right now. But even when they had the starting quarterback Sean Robinson, they still. I, I just uh, don't. Man, that's a bad. I, I'm kind of curious as to why it's happening. Like, it, and and what's crazy is he's got the most talented roster that he has ever had there, stars wise. Stars wise. Stars wise. But he's pretty like, good at taking guys that were two stars and three stars and making them beat your five stars. But but why can't you take guys that are three and four stars and like because maybe coach were, them up? Maybe they were overrated to begin with. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Okay? I mean, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Number eight. I've got Ohio State here. Okay. Uh, look, a, a win over a, a top 15, 16 team in the country at their place, beat them by three touchdowns, you know, and while things did not go exactly right early, like they were only up nine to six after the third quarter, like they dominated that fourth quarter. Their special teams was perfect, like – I think they are they are getting ready for this Michigan game, and I would still pick Michigan to win the game, but it well, would not. Su- Michigan ranked higher than them. it would not surprise me in the slightest if they upset Michigan and well, upset. Give, you think you think Ohio State's going to be favor- not favored in that game? I think Michigan will be favored. In that I think game. it'll be a pick 'em. Well, I'm curious to see what it'll be when we get there. I am cu- while while you're giving me your number eight, I'm so, going to look up so the, my uh, number the Sagarin eight, because that, and, that's a good and indicator. I, and I wrote it all down, and then I kind of thought about it. My number eight should be my number ten, and everybody else should be bumped up. I still have LSU in the top ten. They literally just gave up garbage time touchdowns. Like they went into Arkansas and they blew out Arkansas, and then they well, you actually it. moved LSU back into your well, top no, ten this week. Yeah, they, you no, didn't they even were, have them. No, last I had week. them out last week, and 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 for some reason I had them eight, mainly just because I think man, their only two losses are to that road game to Florida and then to Alabama. And other than that, they've kind of handled everybody that they needed to handle. And a seven-point win against Arkansas. You, is, by the way, this Michigan Ohio State thing. You are a hundred percent right. Uh, it, it would be a pick 'em pick because em, it, yeah. Michigan on a neutral field, Michigan would be favored by yeah, two or three. about three. Okay, like it'd be three point two points. I've been gambling for a long time, man. I know how this. So works. <laughs> yeah, it'd be three point two points. Yep. And because of a home field advantage, which is rated at two oh. points. 
Yeah. Where is it? It's like 2.75 or something like that. It's less so than so Michigan points. might be favored by half a point. Yeah. Maybe. On the road in Columbus. Can I, tell you, can I tell you what I love? What I love, love, love? Before the season started, I never do this, ever. I had Michigan plus seven on a look ahead line before the season started. I could, I've and done I that. am, and I, but I don't, I, I never do the look ahead stuff because I'm like, oh, what if a quarterback, like a million things could happen. This is the last game of the season. A million things could happen. But if you to don't go put wrong. like a whole lot of money on it, like, but it's, you know, it's well, I got kind of a little bit, but, but here's my, here's my, my reasoning. I, I kind of thought there was going to be an Urban Meyer when he was suspended, didn't really know what was going on, like fake heart attack, kind of monkey. Like, I was like, maybe Urban Meyer's not coaching this season. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. But I I'm, wonder if Ohio State would have been better off with that. I I get because Ryan Day was like on no he was fire. he was well. I get Michigan plus seven before the season starts. I as long as as long as Patterson doesn't go down, I think I'm I think I'm okay. Yeah, anyway. no, you're right. Uh, you're right. But I have LSU eight. They they should be ten. So let's just pretend I had them at ten. Ohio State at nine and West Virginia seven or eight. Yeah, yeah, eight. Whatever. That's it. Um, and then from here on, I think we might have the exact nope. same. No? Nope. Oh, you're right. I forgot about Okay. Yeah, uh, number you, seven, I've got Washington State. Yeah. My number seven is UCF. That's where you have them at 10. I think that they – listen, I, I made it clear. All the teams that play no defense and just high-powered offenses, they can hang with those teams – the resume is no different, no worse than them, other than the fact that they're undefeated and all those teams have a loss, and they can score with anybody in the country. So your number six is Washington. Is State. Washington State? Now, did you see the interview with Leach after the ball game you yesterday? No doubt, I saw so, that. I so they destroyed it twenty other times on YouTube. <laughs> they they destroyed Colorado thirty-one to seven, and then Minshew comes up and puts the mustache on him, and he's like. There's other guys on the team that got mustaches too. Like, yeah, I, I don't this know ain't just they're... for him. Like, why are they just now popular? <laughs> I love that man. I, I I wish so bad that he would just get a job closer to where I lived. That's all I want in my life. <laughs> I think everybody in the country would think that. Well, like Pullman is so far away it's, from the rest no, of like it, the it, world. It is so far away. Even if it was like if he coached in, I know that Washington State people have, but like even if he coached in Washington, like I can get a flight from Memphis to Washington. Yeah, like to Seattle. Yeah, to Seattle. Yeah, um, but but you can't get a flight to Pullman. No, you got to go through Spokane, and then it's like a two-hour drive. From yeah, there, then I got to yeah, then hours. I got to rent a vehicle, and this guy will probably be an Ooh. off-road vehicle because I'm sure it's not like straight highway in Washington mountain country. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know the region. I'm he he makes uh, he makes them interesting. So and before that, six, he was in Lubbock. Like I'm not going to Lubbock. That, what no, the hell? Nobody's going to Lubbock. Which makes what Cliff Kingsbury is doing, by the way. That much better. Correct. Like, it, he, it, we deserve to talk about, or, well, he deserves us talking about him, the media talking about him, and not trashing him. Like, get him off the hot seat. Yes. He's doing well. He's doing fine there. He's got a third-string quarterback. He's still holding in these games. Like, it, they're, they're probably going to go to a bowl game this year. Leave leave the man alone. Yeah. He's fine. I got you. Number six, I got Oklahoma. Um, and I think that might just be because, like, they've always just been there. Like, they're winning games like they're supposed to. They've only got one loss and whatever. And I'm going to let you talk about Oklahoma. And, Completely and out of my top ten. They All these people, all these people saying they're one of the two or three teams in the country that could hang with Alabama or maybe give them a loss. Please get off my lawn. Get, get off my lawn. Overtime to beat Army. It took all they had to beat a five-loss Texas Tech team. It took 
a missed two-point conversion to beat a five-loss Oklahoma State team. You, you're a 20-point favorite against all of these teams. You go down to the wire, but for some reason, people think they can hang with Bama. They could give Bama a problem. Really? Are you, are you kidding me? You play no defense whatsoever. Bama's going to make you punt. you got a great offense. Unbelievable. It'd be pretty high scoring. A Bama will score every drive they have against that garbage defense. Every yeah. single drive. In touchdowns, too. Like, we're not kicking field goals here. All right? In, in Oklahoma, absolutely going to punt against that Bama defense multiple times, over and over and over again. Just please stop. Because of how poor they have looked against mediocre teams, Yeah, you don't get in my top ten. You just don't. That's totally reasonable. You left LSU out. I've got LSU in over them. LSU's offense is garbage, but LSU's defense would give you run, and LSU's offense would look unbelievable playing up against that garbage defense. I think you're probably right. Uh, who you got number six? One of my number six teams is Washington State. Oh, Washington State. You already said that. You already said that. Number five. Um, Now we're getting to where we probably are identical all the way. I think we're identical. Um, uh, Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I'm going to guess two and three are probably flipped. Uh, Oh, yeah. That's right. Number five, I got Georgia. I got Georgia, too. And I kind of wanted to make an argument for Georgia at four. Man, I think Georgia's good. I think they're really good. Their only loss is that game where you went down to Death Valley and and you played an, an LSU team that was coming off of a loss. Well, and it and it snowballed on him, right? He yeah. he made he made a bad decision with the fake field goal. Yep. And and it just snowballed on him. He he got completely like, LSU got, got momentum. completely out of their offensive game plan, got totally yeah. away from the run, and and you just can't do that. You can't become one dimensional against LSU. No, cannot do it. Cannot do it. All right, so Georgia at five, they're at twenty seven to ten win over Auburn. That's a pretty good win. Yeah, they, that's, uh, that's they they handed it them was, a butt with it. Them. was tough early. They probably could have named their score at that point. Uh, number four, Michigan, forty two to seven over Rutgers. Um, you know, yeah, you, you can't you, 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 you can't just learn anything against Rutgers. Yeah, you just show up and and do what you got to do. But that's a, this is a great Michigan team. We didn't learn anything new this week. Uh, number three, I've got Notre Dame. So I I still have Clemson. Okay, and I'm not. Clemson hasn't done anything to change my mind. And and the reason is, is Notre Dame hadn't done anything to change my mind. And their resume is better than Clemson's. Yeah. I can can understand it. Look, I can totally understand. I feel like on a neutral field that Clemson would beat Notre Dame. But, I mean, it could go either way. But here's the good thing about this is we're going to see them two and three. Like, we'll probably see them play. Here's so here. But here's the reason that you can't say say probably. But yeah, here's the reason you can't say, well, they're two and three. So it doesn't matter where they rank. It absolutely matters where they rank, because if somebody does something great on the back end. okay, and you're three, then you get bumped down to four and you have to play Bama or, or whatnot. And or you can get bounced out of this completely if you're three, but if you have a slip up at two, you might be able to stay in. Like there, there is a reason to want to need not to want, but to need to be at two and not three. Yeah, I mean, that I, makes sense. I, I think there is. I think uh, I think you're probably right. Uh, Notre Dame with a big game coming up against Syracuse. Uh, we'll, we'll see what they do with Syracuse as compared to what Clemson did. That's right. Uh, Clemson got them at home. Notre Dame gets them in Yankee Stadium. Uh, so number two, Clemson for me. Uh, you got Notre Dame too. Number one, Alabama. No, no, no question. Uh, I don't think any anybody's questioning that they now injuries are becoming a bit of an issue, but we'll worry about that when we get there. Uh, so eleven through twenty five. 
the playoff committee's rankings had Kentucky 11. They lost. Uh, NC State 14. They lost. Uh, Mississippi State 16. They lost but to Alabama, but that does give State four losses now. BC lost at 17. That gives them three losses. Michigan State at 18. That gives them four, four losses. losses. Uh, let's see, Penn State, uh, Iowa lost at 21. Uh, that gives them four losses. Correct. They lost three in a row now. Uh, Fresno State at 23, they lost. And Auburn at 24 lost. That gives them four losses. Who is going to be in this thing? I don't know. I mean, you, you got so, – so in the Massey composite – I'll you tell had, you this. I don't think Auburn falls far getting beat up by – a top five team doesn't. I don't. I don't think it doesn't. I don't think you. state falls far either. State shouldn't fall far. BC probably beat. shouldn't fall far because they. They. But here's the deal. Like they didn't is, have far to go. Well. Well. But BC was at number seventeen. Yeah. And and they were I right think, behind Mississippi State. I so, think but the question stay is in the top twenty five. I I wonder if they do depending on what we find out about. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. See, you shouldn't no, say... No, it does matter the because the team... hurt, I can't put them in the top 25. They're still in the top 25. They've still earned the right to be in the top 25. Are they a top 25 week. team without him, though? That, but that's not That's not what the purpose of this thing is. That's not yeah. what the purpose of this thing is. If Tua got hit by a bus tomorrow, Alabama is still number one because of what they've done, not what we think they can do this point forward. I mean, okay, okay, okay. I, I see where you I, have to grade them on what from. their resume is, not what we think they'll be. That's not okay because anything yeah, but, can but, happen when we play these games. But one of the factors of their thing is eye test. That's stupid. So either but way, on, but, but we, eye test is what has. All right, if you want to use eye test, you have to use eye test of what you've seen, not no, no your eye test, test of what you're projecting. Your eye test of what you have seen with Boston College is they put up zero offensive points. Okay. Against Clemson. Yes. And Clemson's a but really good team. So but they, that's they, against one of the best defense, if not the best defense in the in, in, in the uh, college football. No, you're right. Uh, I think Fresno State is taken out. I do too. And I think Utah State takes their place. Yeah, I completely agree with that. That's that's exactly – so nothing really changes there. You just take one team and bump them out. So at, at that point, um, let's see, South Carolina lost. NC State. Uh, will, NC they, State will they still be in it because of the committee – what do you project? What do you think? You think the committee just loves the ACC enough? They've got enough political pull to say, well, they've only got three losses, so we got to keep them in, right? Well, I think Look at the, all these four the issue teams. is they've got all these other teams that have lost so much. Um, I think it. they probably keep them in, but they'll be like 23, but 24. They, but we, we agree, like, they don't belong. No, they don't belong. I mean, there's literally 40 teams beneath them that would be. So does, does A&M find a way to get back in? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Does Army get in at, at – Eight and two, UAB at, at I, nine I, and one. Hang on, I do think you put Army and UAB in because of their resume and what they've done, and all these other teams are getting beat all the time. I think uh, I think Cincinnati deserves to be in. Duke is sitting at seven and three. They could find a way in yeah, there. They, I think um, they need to be in. Buffalo is sitting at nine and one now. Yeah. So Buffalo could find a way in that there. That Temple loss to Buffalo doesn't look so bad. Uh, Texas Tech is at five and five. App State is at seven and two. Yeah, you can't. You I can't mean, put any of those teams in. See, Arizona State's got four losses. They're six and four. Like Virginia, maybe jumps back in at seven and three. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Pitt's got four losses, but they look like one of the best teams, like one of the top twenty-five teams. Oh, but I've I've been saying the same thing about Temple too. Like, I know they got four losses, and they'll probably never see the top twenty-five, but. Damn, it's kind of hard to watch the way they play right now, watch the way Pitt plays right now, 
and say they don't belong in this top 25. Yeah, it's – it. I mean, this is a strange year. Strange year, man. Cause it's it, not oh, it's not oh seven strange, but it's it's breaking out to be a weird year. It's yeah, because you you got oh seven like, was weird. You from got the top one ten to twenty five. Yeah, you got the top ten, and then the top five is pretty solid. And, and then, then everything that, else yeah. is just what in the world is going on here? I wish Wazoo could do something to get in. Well, I guess they would need chaos. They would they would need. Are you talking about to get in the playoff? Yeah, they would need Georgia oh, to lose to Georgia Tech, but still beat Alabama. Like that, like we would need something weird like that. Yeah, I mean it'd have to be crazy. Yeah, I mean you would you would need a, and, and then you would need I don't know Michigan. You'd need Northwestern to win the Big Ten. You would need Pitt to win the ACC. But hey, if those two things happen, you got to put Wazoo in. Yeah, like you end up with UCF and Wazoo in this damn thing. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier in all of the world. Because we know who the champ is. We know who the best team in football is. Yeah. That that's that's that debate is over. So so let's just make this thing fun. Um That's gonna wrap up our top ten. <laughs> Go to tunicaltravel.com. Go to winningcureseverything.com. That is the Winning Cures Everything College Football Week Eleven Top Ten. All right. Every week, I, I generally do a five and six. I'm not going to this week. This week, we'll start with number four. Who number you got four. as – well, uh, you know what? I didn't even explain what we're doing. Yeah. This is the playoff predictions. This is our college football playoff predictions after week 11. Uh, yeah. I and mean, it's, it's brought it's, to you by Tunica Travels. <laughs> well, Tunica, Mississippi. It's brought yeah. to you by Tunica, Mississippi. Uh, their website is tunicatravel.com. There you go. They got six awesome sports books down there. Go check them out. TunicaTravel.com has all your information. Going over to WinningCuresEverything.com as well. We got all your picks, previews, all that kind of stuff. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe for us. We do this every week. We post up NFL, college football videos. We'll be transitioning into uh, uh, college and NBA basketball um, after the football season. Once football season. Uh, and, we, and we will toss up MMA and whatever else too. So if this is your first time, welcome in. Whew. All right. Uh, college football playoff predictions after week 11. Who's number four? So this is what I think the committee is going to do, not what yes, I this want. Is, this is I for pre- yeah. our predictions for Selection Sunday. Correct. So December, what is it, 2nd? Sure. Dece- Sunday, December 2nd. This is what we think will happen at 11 o'clock right. Central Time. These are the four teams that we believe will be in the playoff. Correct. I got Michigan number four. I got Michigan number my, Mine has not changed in three weeks. Mine has not – well, it has not changed for those three. It changed this week. Okay. I got Michigan four. Who you got three? Well, my three is Notre Dame. I don't think the commi- – I think Clemson's going to win out, and I think Notre Dame's going to win out. And, and, you think and the I committee think the committee Clemson is going to than- continue to buy into Clemson being over Notre Dame, which I disagree with, but that's okay. I moved Notre Dame up two this week. I'm, I'm, that makes me feel good that I'm not on this island alone. But the reason I moved them to number two is I have Georgia at number three. Come on, baby, come on, baby. I have a bad feeling. This man, right here makes me about smile. Alabama this year. The Tua injuries are frightening. I have seen what Georgia does in revenge spots. They lost the national championship last year on a last-second thing. Their offensive line looks insanely better what's the guy's name Ben Cleveland yep 
He's back. That dude's a stud. Um, Guys, they, they they are running the football like madmen right now. Their defense looks outstanding. What Mississippi State did to Alabama gave Georgia a blueprint for how they can slow down that offense. Well, I mean, LSU I, did the same thing, too. I agreed. Defensively. Um, but, but LSU was not – like, LSU had to manufacture – They just couldn't score. Well they, well, they couldn't score, but they had to manufacture pressure on Tua – Mississippi State didn't have to do that. Well, they were able and to I do it with four. But the, yeah. their front four are all four NFL guys. Yeah. And they're upperclassmen, too. Man, they know fresh. Now, Georgia doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, the upperclassmen, that kind of thing. They 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 got a bunch of babies. But they got dudes. But they got dudes. Oh, those, no, and, don't call them babies. Well, I'm, I'm saying babies as far as freshmen and sophomores, right? Like, they, but they, they dudes. They, they some real dudes. And I Man, just I – get a, the call. I get the feeling – that Georgia is going to beat Alabama. Georgia at three. Because I, I, I don't think – like, if Tua was healthy, I think this would be completely different. I don't think what Tua is going through – like, his problem is with his plant leg. Yep. You, balls are going high. Like, Im- immediately after he gets sacked and he's and he's favoring his knee and he's whatever, the next play – He looks he like comes he out can't put pressure on him. And he throws a pick. Yep. Like, to a linebacker. Yep. Like it's there is a problem here, and I mean we could see some problems against Auburn. Like it, the, I don't think the Auburn game is going to be a blowout by any means. Um, but yeah, I, I've got Georgia at three. I think Georgia is going to beat Alabama in the in the All SEC right. championship game. So so this is mine is boring because mine is the same. I got Clemson two. I got Bama one. This is what I think the committee is going. What in the hell happens with yours? I got Clemson one. I got Clemson. So who's one. two? Number two, Notre, oh, Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Then three Georgia wow. and four Michigan. So you got Clemson against Michigan, which I think could be a fun matchup. I, Notre Dame against Georgia, which I think would be a fun matchup. I would take this college playoff because I really think any team could win it. Oh, I agree. If we get what you have and you somehow take Alabama out of it, I really do believe. Well, here's could, the deal: if you I, put Alabama in and you give Tua a month to get yeah, healthy, no, it's over. Then I think no, it's over. I they, think it's done. They could be a four seed, and it doesn't matter. They're gonna they're gonna beat the hell out of everybody. Which makes me wonder if, like, it, and I, I am of the opinion that they will put Michigan in if Michigan wins the Big Ten. See, this is where I, we disagree. What gets, what gets crazy is if Alabama loses the SEC championship game and then Ohio State beats Michigan. Yeah. Do you put Ohio State in you, over Bama? Do you put a one-loss Ohio State Big Ten champion? And I think they do because Michigan is so highly rated and Ohio State's last impression would be, you know, whatever with Northwestern, but – you know, last impression beating a, a top four Michigan team. So at that point, like, I mean, it gets a little crazy at that point. But yeah, I, I think Clemson, Michigan would be fun. Notre Dame, Georgia would be fun at that point. It, it's literally anybody's ball game. That's that's the playoff I want more than it, it's not a knock against Alabama. Well, the playoff you want includes Washington State and in Central Florida. <laughs> no, you're right about that. Look, let give give me a pit in a Northwestern upset. And, and 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 Georgia beating Alabama, and, and then let's just go crazy. And Auburn and Georgia both beating Alabama to take them completely out of this thing. And now, now I got a playoff I want. Mike Leach, if Mike Leach was able to to coach in two playoff games, oh, it's God. only good for the world. No, I, I agree. I with mean, that. it makes the world a better place. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. <laughs> guys, so great. Whew. All right. So, uh, so to recap, I've got Michigan, Georgia, Notre Dame, Clemson. And I, I've got Michigan, Notre Dame, Clemson, Bama. I'm the boring one here, which is you. I, smile. you know, 
Like, I wanted to be the boring one, obviously. You made me smile. Like, for those that don't know, like, I am. So, I'm the Alabama fan. He's the LSU fan. Uh, but I, I I see the writing on the wall with this Bama team. Like, they have been uh, put on this pedestal for so long. Because you just but, – but you really are that good. And, I mean, two and, is that good. But and, and he is when he's healthy. So, hang on. Let's let's take, like – we've gone really long. You've stuck with the podcast. And, and this is a pretty short video. Let me ask you a question. Alabama has never been the team that was dependent on one player. Like, you got, like, five, six deep at every position. Oh, I'm not saying that Georgia would, like, blow them out. No, no, but but the fact that Tua matters so much to where they're a two-touchdown favorite over everybody, but without him, I mean, they they could get beat by an Auburn and a Georgia. But they could also beat in Auburn oh, and no, Georgia. They absolutely well, no, here's, win here's the other of those side of games also. It, Jalen Hurts also he ain't has, no punk. No, he's a good he's he, he's won like 30 something games in college football. Yeah, but he's he's at like 40 or 50% oh, right now. Oh no, if he can't play. That's the deal. Like he had a high ankle sprain in, in the fourth quarter yeah. against Tennessee. I remember he couldn't play against He the had LSU to have game. surgery. Yeah. And after he had surgery, came back Still is walking yeah, with a limp. Yeah, he, he so, couldn't move at all. And LSU. and if you are counting on Jalen Hurts to just sit back there and throw the football, oh, no, no they they could beat that, anybody. They exactly. will lose the Auburn game. And so I mean, if you end up with a like you're playing against Georgia with like Mac Jones, oh no, like and That's you know what's funny, like Gardner Minshew. I would disagree with you on that. Then if you say alabama without tua no if matt jones is a quarterback against a team like georgia that's well prepared yeah well they, coached, they will be and they're fully healthy they will no, get they, smoked they I, I do think that well they might not get smoked i don't think that's a game alabama can win though like i wouldn't put a money line bet on bama no i, I agree with it and as a matter of fact like without tua or jalen yeah that's i, I think now georgia, we're having a different i think georgia would be favored yeah oh no i oh and so, no, there's no doubt. Uh, but uh, the funny thing I was talking about is Gardner Minshew at Washington State, who is like on everybody's Heisman list, and da 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 da. And rightfully so, by the way. Rightfully so. Oh my guy. He was supposed to be your fourth stringer at Alabama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he had already committed. He was already going to Tuscaloosa. He and made the right call decision. He, he absolutely made the right that decision. That man's going to go to a New Year's Six Bowl, probably the Rose Bowl, and he's probably going to go to New York. It, it, how crazy is it, though, that Alabama's quarterback room was going to include, yeah. like, those three but guys? But nobody knew Minshew was going to be what he is. And I don't know that he's that in Alabama. I think that's a lot of you've got maybe one of the best guys to coach your quarterback I agree. that you could give your son to or a guy could go to and say, hey, I want to learn to play quarterback. Agreed. Like, hey, Agreed. my name's Mike Leach, and I know everything about I, I know offense. all about Air Raid, yeah. and your son is really good at Air Raid. Yeah. We're going to make him accurate at throwing yeah. football. Um, yeah. That was awesome. That did works out pretty well. Amazing. All right, smile. so that was our playoff prediction for college football after week 11. Go to TunicaTravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi is a sponsor of the show. We thank them. We appreciate We do appreciate them. Uh, WinningCuresEverything.com is our site. Go over there. Check out all the stuff that you need to get in on the football picks contest on Tuesdays. Uh, I think it's going up on Wednesday morning the last couple weeks. But we're going to try and get it on Tuesday. I, I've been a little no, a little swamped. No, you do a great job. Um, you put a lot of but, yeah, so go, go check those things out. We will catch you guys later on this week. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, 
at Gary WCE. You follow me at Chris B Giannini, C H R I S B G I A N N I N I. You can also email the show that's winning cures everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551 226 9899. And we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show. And until next time, have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.